me a mission, I got demons to slay. Communication made you talk in this way. Hi, my name is Elka Scholes. I'm a registered psychotherapist in Ontario. I have an awesome private practice and I am an author of three books and I love to do talks like this. So what motivated me to become a psychotherapist? Well, <laughs> I think... I feel like I've always been this old soul. I remember at age five looking in the mirror and thinking, wow, I, I just felt ancient. And I think I've had this ability to listen to people, hear and notice things. And um, I think I've always been more than you know, when I was an art facilitator, a creativity facilitator, there was always more and deeper. And that's kind of how my books evolved as well. I started writing articles and getting published and eventually these books emerged. So one of the common things that I think has happened and continues to happen is our mental health generally in North America is, I want to say plummeting. And uh, that makes me feel very sad. Um, anxiety is growing. It's been growing for the last 20 years. Um, uh, young people, adults, so many people are affected by that. And the other thing I'm noticing is burnout, uh, this exhaustion. People are so busy all the time and um, seem to be overworked and um, tired, tired of life, tired of, um, I want to say, the news, and um, yeah, generally tired. And there's a lot of reasons for that, and maybe we'll have another chat about that. So one of the things that happens, um, these are some signals that people can kind of watch out for, because you know, people have asked me, has stress, is stress the same as anxiety? And um, I'm not sure because the symptoms, I think anxiety symptoms are stressful. I would say that. So um, can anger be stressful? Sure. Grief. Yeah. So um, I, I guess they're not the same, but it is stressful. So how does that show up and, and why is it problematic? So anxiety itself is not a problem. Anxiety is really our body kind of tapping us on the shoulder and saying, hey, uh, we need to pay attention to something. So whether that's, you know, if you're having anxiety around finances or maybe the job interview or perhaps it's a diagnosis it's just saying pay attention does it mean maybe we need to uh, attend to something does it mean we need to do more re research so anxiety is just there saying um you know maybe there's something we need to look at so where it becomes problematic is when it's debilitating when it's affecting us physically and I'll talk a little bit about that, how it shows up um, and when it's, um, yeah, just consuming us to a point where we're not thriving, we're not living, we're not enjoying our life. 
So how how can that show up uh, physically? It can show up, um, you know, as tension. We we think about the typical butterflies. Um, however, it could be um, heart palpitations, even heart pain, um, indigestion, uh, maybe sweating uh, more than usual. Lots of restlessness. Could be nail biting, hair pulling. Um, it could be insomnia. It could be the other. It could just be tired all the time. So, um, I think you know, really looking at some of these symptoms and going, okay, is it is it starting to cause problems in my life? Um, it can show up uh, mentally, you know, negative thinking or dooms thinking or uh, maybe blaming thinking or hopeless uh, thinking. Um, it could show up like that. It could show up in having trouble focusing, having trouble concentrating or even reading. Uh, emotionally, it could show up uh, perhaps as impatient or uh, anger or teary when maybe um, you know, it's it's more than usual. So it's it's really um something that's uncomfortable for longer periods of time. Um that maybe you're you're kind of going, hmm, you know, it's starting really to affect my relationships, it's affecting my work, I'm not doing as well, I'm not thriving, uh, something isn't right. So that's when we gotta look at it. Um so when's the the right time to consider reaching out to someone? Well, here's an interesting thing, and and I'm kind of jumping a little bit to one of the other questions here. But um, the reason that I wrote these books are they're things we can do ourselves, uh, or maybe even with a friend. So there's a lot of things we can do. Um, it's when we're stuck. That's a really great time to seek out a therapist. Um, and maybe a coach. Um, therapy in particular is when you know there's a trauma that's affecting you or perhaps um, even a coach isn't helping or friends aren't helping um, to get past a certain situation. So if you're not able to do this on your own, yes, go seek help. Have a therapist uh, look at it. That's what we're trained for. I'm a very practical therapist, so um, I'm always looking at strategies and things we can do, and um, so that's really important. And it's also important. I'm just going to put slip this in that you connect with your therapist, and um, and don't don't be alarmed if you don't. Uh, it might it just means you've got to find somebody you do connect with. So uh, it's not personal. So the reason that I wrote Anxiety Warrior was <laughs> kind of evolved from my own anxiety. I had anxiety as a child, and but we didn't call it that. I was one of those kids that had migraines. I had tummy aches, uh, flu-y symptoms. I mean, I actually did feel sick. I really did have the headaches, though they were from anxiety. And um, I also have very mild dyslexia. And I thought as a kid, I had trouble with the English language. It wasn't my first language. And so I thought that's why I went to remedial reading. <laughs> but no, it was because of the dyslexia. So, so and, and this anxiety, anxiety uh, really hampers us from learning. And um, those uh, crazy quizzes that we used to get, you know, the multiple choice, I always did bad on them. 
uh, because of the time frame and the time limits. And um, yeah, I would fail them horribly. And um, and I just got to accept that as a teenager and in my early 20s, I stuttered quite a bit. And uh, also in my early 30s, I had depression. I didn't realize it was depression. And um, then I discovered this book and I was reading and I thought I was reading it for somebody else. And it was really about anxiety. And I went, oh, my gosh, this is what I go through. I couldn't believe it. And um, so after I went to school, after I started my private practice and I realized that I had anxiety. So together with my clients, I started creating handouts. Like I said before, I'm very practical. So I love to give out handouts. I love to expand the thinking for my clients. And what I was noticing, a lot of people were falling in the cracks. They couldn't afford therapy. And that's still the case today. And that's why I, well, I actually started doing talks because I felt like this broken record in my studio and my office. And I didn't, I didn't feel bad about it but I also knew there was a great need. So I started to do public talks just even in my town. I at churches, at senior centers, at the school, and I was giving out handouts. And because I thought maybe if I talk to larger groups of people that will help people. And one day I had so many handouts, I knew there was a book <laughs> and that's how the book started. And the book has evolved with my clients, with the talks, with the projects I've done. And it's an, it's a, a, a combination of what people have asked for they've asked for practical strategies and the book is a smorgasbord and part of the thing about the book is what I've done is I really believe in education so there's the first 29 pages are really explaining different types of anxiety and also uh, how it shows up and where does anxiety come from so this part of the book is very practical and then the rest of the book, which is another 250 pages, is all strategies. And um, yeah, so there are things that you can teach your children. There are things you can do. And it's about picking and choosing what works for you and also picking and choosing what works at the time. Because sometimes... Um, that's where the anxiety kind of throws us off is sometimes a strategy works within seconds. And then another time it's a totally different strategy. So, um, so that's some of the things that, um, that you can get from the book. So I'm pretty happy about that. And, um, I love that you can cut and paste this. <laughs> Just adding that in. Okay, so what are the simplest approaches to improve mental health? One of the quickest ways, and this was also part of my own journey, one of the quickest ways to improve your state of mind and mental health is practicing gratitude. It's by far the fastest way. When you're living in gratitude, 
you cannot be anxious. It's They don't even go together. It's not even possible. And also when you practice gratitude, you're very present. So really looking what's in front of your face and, and especially in these times and you know, if things don't serve you, if they don't energize you, and if, you know, watching the news makes you um, uh, sick or nervous, pay attention to that. Look what's in front of you. What, what, where are you living? What is, what, what about your family? What about your children? What about your pets? What about friends? What about your work? You know, look what you have. You woke up today. That's huge. It's a miracle in itself that we're living, breathing, that you're listening to this program is amazing. That in itself is something to be grateful for. Look at, look around you. And, you know, many have said like both exist. You can look at this world and look at all the negative things and all the bad stuff and da, 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 da. And at the same time, all the good stuff exists. All the things that are right in your world exist as well. And it's a choice. Where do we want to live? Where do we want to place our focus, our energy? Huge, huge. And um, yeah, I've done these talks for years for for different um, corporations, even businesses. You know, we walk in the door. It's the same building. It's the same staff. It's our same co-workers. So how are you going to enter that building? You're going to enter it in a positive way and in a way of looking at opportunities, or are you going to look at it as everything that's wrong? They're both there all the time, both there. Where are we going to live? What are we going to do about it? So practicing gratitude, it's one of the easiest and quickest ways to change your mindset. And it, it makes you feel good. So it's grateful people that are happy not happy people that are grateful. So remember, grateful people are happy. And one of the things um, that I, I just want to say, it's about practice. So you may not feel super grateful right now. Practice, and you will. And, and that comes from experience, believe me, because I practiced for a while. It took me a little while to start feeling it, feeling the joy, feeling grateful. So don't give up on yourself. This is practice. So that that's that's a great way. So how do we break through mental freezes and some of the blocks and you know some of the self-talk again the negative self-talk these these belief systems that we've picked up I could say lots about it but I'll tell you it's easier explained in the book and you can check out my YouTubes and things like that. And we've learned these things, these things that put us down, these things that create doubt or fear in our mind. We've learned that. We were perfect when we were born. We were a clean slate. So we've learned these things. So if we have a mental block or a mental freeze, here's, here's a, a, a strategy that you can use is think of a time because right now you're listening to us. Think of a time when you did get out of your funk, when you did get out of your mental freeze, when you did get out of your block. Think of what you did at that time. So take a little bit of time. Take a little reflection. Think about what you did. And that is a resource for you. 
And so know that our resources are all different. And I talk about that again. That's about this, this uh, smorgasbord idea. That's about, um, you know, trying to figure out what do we need right now, today. Okay. So think about what worked before <laughs> and do it again. And, and one of the things that I do is in my journal, I have a daily practice is once you get out of your block or your your freeze and and make a list of your own resources make a list of things that raise your energy that feed you that support you that inspire you because when we're calm we can think of the list and we can add to the list i add to my list however when we're in anxiety when we have that freeze or that mental block we're we're not thinking it, and that's a human thing. So we can't put that thought together. However, we have enough wherewithal to go to our resource list. Okay. Mm. And how has this book impacted others? Well, one of the things that I noticed, uh, especially when I do live talks and people come up and and time and time have come up and said, you know what, this has changed my life. Uh, this is the first time I've lowered my anxiety. We do kind of a point system, zero to 10. I uh, remember this one young man came up and he said, you know what? He said, I haven't felt this good in years. I've been going to therapy for years and I've just lowered you know, my, my uh, anxiety level, six points. So that was big from a zero to 10. So six points, it was, um, yeah, really amazing when you hear that. And I have um, great testimonials on my website. And when people tell me um, how well they're doing and what it's done for, for them, the other other way I know is that people come back and buy multiple copies after they've passed around their copy and they're not getting it back from their friends. So that's how I know. And um, so they are practical strategies. They're not, I didn't come up with them all myself. I just collected them. I collected them with my clients and with other people. So it, I think it's a great collection. Now the book, sorry. <coughs> The book can be purchased on your favorite um, booksellers list. So you can check my website out if you want to. Uh, you can check out anxietywarrior.ca. So anxietywarrior.ca, you can get the book. I've listed on that website where you can get it. So it's available as an ebook. Um, you can get it on Amazon, all your favorite booksellers, they will have it. So very, very easy um, to get that book. Um, also on anxietywarrior.ca, you will see um, the podcast, there's YouTubes, uh, lots of great strategies. I've made it um, an active service to have that website up for you. And um, yeah, so that's probably the easiest way. The other thing, um, if you want to on Facebook, if you'd like to follow me, Right now, I'm, I've got this uh, new page called Be Energy Rich, and uh, I'll be posting inspirational tips and different tools on a regular basis. So if you want to check me out on, on Facebook on Energy Rich, 
I just created that page, so it's new. And um, we'll be happy to serve you. And thank you so much for this opportunity. And I really look forward to it, to continuing. And um, yeah, I've got some webinars out there as well. So really happy to serve you. And I know we can do this. Uh, we're, we're meant to thrive. Life is a miracle. So thank you. Thank you so much.